Hello, welcome to the show. Uh, we are live post New York Comic Con. Uh, we have had quite a long weekend. Oh, this is this is the first time, by the way. Just want to acknowledge this that the three of us are doing the show live. Marco and I obviously have done the show live many times together. Yep. Um, in yep. per when I say live, I mean in person in this case. But Tyler's never done the show in person with us, so. Um, very cool to be doing this. As my cat decides to chew on me. <laughs> That's the perfect oh, time. Yep. He's like, Especially Listen, when you're busy, right? You're Always. spending yeah, time with me now. That's right. Yeah. This uh, is what happens when I go to New York Comic Con for four days and yeah. my cat is just like, yo, what did the f- what the hell did you do this do week? Do my leg, do my leg, do my You've leg. never left oh, the house oh, for a week. Oh, oh. <laughs> Guys, yeah, he's in a mood. Um, he's got the zoomies. We, we had, a f- I'll sp- I mean, I'll speak for myself, but I had a phenomenal time. Uh, I think that we all worked really hard, as you were able to see through our social media. If you've been following us throughout the whole weekend, uh, we've posted clips and snippets, images from several inter- interviews that we've done. Uh, gosh, we'll rattle off the list a little bit later. But uh, we did a whole bunch of, of really fun interviews. Got to say hello to a lot of people we don't mm. get to see too too often. Yep. Uh, so that was a lot of fun as well. Um, I mean, and people that we do see often, yeah, get to recap, get to catch up again, you know, get to see what's up, Kefis. Hey, uh, let's you know, go, Kefis. People who, who like after years of either not being at the con with COVID or, yeah. or who we just didn't get a chance to catch either last year for whatever reason, like that, that was good to just reconnect with a few people. Um, if you see me moving around, it's because I'm checking things. So, also, uh, the tech work is very physical. This, this stream, <laughs> so In this I, scenario, I, I can't see what. What anyone's what oh, anyone yeah, says on the screen. Yeah, yeah. So if, if if there's a pertinent comment, just let me know. But um, yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna sort of wrap New York Comic Con. We're gonna talk about all the cool announcements that were made there, uh, some of the interviews and stuff that we got to see, the cool stuff. Give you guys our perspective on maybe the biggest event of the year. Um, and I'm sure we have me a lot to say. Interviewing Rambi. You, you've done that before. Right, <laughs> we did. We did get an exclusive interview though that uh, was actually new to us. So we'll talk about that one oh. uh, in a little bit. Okay. But uh, before we do that, oh. yes, yes, I do want to get into the plugs. Uh, we are 19 subscribers away as of this recording. Uh, it'll probably change while we're doing this, sure. but 19 uh, subscribers away on YouTube from 700. So if we keep this pace, there is a realistic chance that Kale will have to get on this show and do a backflip. Well, it's also nice of Kale to join us here. There you Um. go. Yep, right here. Yep, he's he's here. uh, No, I'm not gonna do that. Channeling uh, this this little creature is channeling the spirit of Kale. I don't. I have no idea if that's picking up on the mic. That's yeah. I think that might be too low. But uh, yeah, so hit the YouTube subscribe if you're not subscribed already. Uh, it means a lot. It helps us out a lot. Uh, like the video. Share it with your friends. If you want to watch this show live, right now it is 8 p.m. on a Sunday. That is not when we do the show. <laughs> is it 8 p.m.? It's not it's 8 p.m. It's 9 p.m. Uh, it's past 9 p.m. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's 8 p.m. Central. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you want to watch this show live, it's twitch.tv slash thecomicspals every single Saturday at 10.15 a.m. Eastern. Pals Pulls, which is our comic book review show, is live every single Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern. So check those out. Patreon.com 
slash the comics pals is the absolute best way to support the show for as little as three dollars a month you can help out your boys and you get some exclusive content over there we've got a newsletter uh we've got an exclusive show palling around we talk mm-hmm. about whatever we sort of feel like talking about when we show up to record anything and everything we should do yeah. another one of those soon. <laughs> well yeah. yeah i i was hoping we'd be able to do one here but uh you know things take time apparently um but one of the other cool things you can get through our Patreon is you get an exclusive snazzy superhero or supervillain nickname and a shout-out on the show. So with that being said, I want to thank these fine folks. Uh, Thunderstruck Rebecca Alejandro, The Night Stalker Harris Najinsky, Brian Demolisher Del Pozo, Random Rocio, Kefis The Incorruptibles in the chat, The Great Destroyer Hyper Viper 89, Momentum Mike Elliott, Starcrossed Catherine Stars, and of course... The Ultimate Fighter, Snake of Talons. Thank you all so, so much for your support. So, uh, also I wanted to say we are not doing any listener comments. Don't expect us to talk about... Like, we heard enough from you this weekend, all right? We, we, got, we, we, heard, we heard a lot from you guys this weekend, but also post-Jeff John's interview, oh, uh, we've yeah. gotten so many comments. That was uh, only last week? That was last that week, That was literally man. last yeah. week, that's right. We Marco, you remember, right? Oh, every minute of it. I'm frankly thrilled. Marco was riveted. So much so he was in awe. He said nothing. He was in shock. (laughs) Um, We thank you guys so much for all the the support throughout this time. uh, Reaching out, saying you're proud of us. It was a good interview. Whatever you've reached out and said, just you just like Jeff Johns. That's enough. We appreciate that. Uh, so thank you guys for that. Can I uh, have an apo- I have an apology to make? Okay. Um, I didn't. I, I uh, when I got this shot ready for this stream, I was like, oh, the couch is perfectly. So it's not all crotch. I didn't take into account my seat. Um, so apologies to the viewers. This is a very unflattering crotch shot of me. So Sean, go to the, go to the rest of the show. Yeah, that was uh, well said by Tyler's neurosis. <laughs> oh yeah, um. yeah. That's that's my stage fr- stage fright right there, coming to coming to head. Uh, and and also if you want to see. Some of the pictures oh, okay. and cool stuff that we posted. Not your crotch. Um, <laughs> if you want to see some of the cool stuff we posted, do go follow us on social media uh, at the Comics Pals. I, I would like to see those follow numbers go up, and I think we, you know, we put out some cool stuff this weekend. Yeah, a lot there. Um, follow us on TikTok. If you don't, if you have, if you have a TikTok, give us a follow. The That's Comics right. Pals. Um, yeah. As soon as we hit a certain amount of people, we can actually simulcast to TikTok, which uh, the goal. W- would really help us out. Um, yeah. There's there's a lot of room for growth there. So. If you don't have a TikTok and you're cool with making one, please do. Yes, it used to be a dance app for kids, uh, and now it is not that. No, it is uh, a dance app for adults. Uh, yeah, yeah, Some, like, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So let's talk about what New York Comic Con was like for us before we get into the news of it. So we, you know, we did all four days. Um, not it, quite oof. open to close, <laughs> but. Um, you know, we were there for at least eight hours a day. Yeah, uh, I think Thursday we got in, um, and uh, we pretty much just made the rounds to start. Yeah. You know, we, we've built up a rapport over years with creators that we look forward to seeing. And so when we go, it's just like kind of a love fest in a way mm-hmm. um, where it's yeah. like, hey, it's been so long. Even if they've been on the show. Yeah, um, yeah, in the always. intervening time, it's just like seeing them in person. For you guys, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm the weird friend that's hanging out in the background. Yeah, yeah. Every, every interaction where it's like, yeah, how have you guys been doing? Oh, that's Tyler. And, and, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Um, and it was funny. Uh, we spoke to um, Rom V actually, yep. and yep. 
Tyler went to introduce himself and and I realized that's say? how weird that is because like you guys have talked to him already, right? Um, oh, what you, I, what you, went, you went yourself? You just you just, you just like walked up to him? No, it was it, we were together. Oh, but yeah. oh, Tyler oh. went to introduce himself. Oh, gotcha. And Ram, he was like, "Oh, I'm Tyler. I joined the show." And Ram was like, oh, "I I know I, I oh, watched yeah. the show." Yeah. The only time someone recognized me. Like, <laughs> so so Ram, if you watch this, I thank you. Made me feel good about myself. <laughs> made Tyler's it. day. Um, but so we made the rounds, and then we we said, "Hey, wait, let's see what Tom King's doing." Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like randomly, just yeah. like, eh, we'll see if he's around. What happens? And we saw that there was there was a line of people, right? And it looked kind of long, but at some point, and we were patiently waiting. At some point, we realized, wait a second, that's actually not Tom's line. No, that's Clay Man's line. Oh, that's right. Yes, right. yes, Clay yes, Man. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> right next door, he was and. He was just sitting alone, and we're just like, "Wait a second. He must have just gotten there." No, dude, he was every there every other day. No, no, because packed. Oh, it could have just been a Thursday itis sort that, of thing. I right? think it was. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely Thursday because because Clayman's line was was there. People were there waiting for him, and he was sitting around. Like yeah. he must have been there for a little bit. And so you know, I went up and shot the shot. Yeah, and mind you, no no thought that yeah we'd actually get Tom <laughs> King. Just figured you know throw it out there. We tried many times, it never works. Threw it out there, and he says, can we do it right now? Uh, yeah, we can do it right now. Yep, no absolutely. shit, we can absolutely. do it right now. So we jumped right on that. I was able to get an interview with Tom King. Uh, you guys can watch that. It, well, if you're watching live, it's not up yet, but if you're watching at any other point, it's it, live. It, it will be. So um, it was amazing. It was fun. Uh, it was you know, like whenever you go to get a shot or something, and you're like, "Oh my god, I have to get a shot. I have to get a shot," and then it's kind of over before you realize it. Oh, not alcohol. No, 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 <laughs> oh. no. Um, I wasn't... Speaking ner- of, if you guys need to, I can easily pour some. So, you know. This could easily be the drinking episode. What do you think is in there? You you, 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 you better not have touched my Johnny Walker blue label. No, I did not touch that. Now I know. Yeah, so that was so that was really cool to get to do. Finally get to speak to Tom King. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys will see, but he really... Um, I think he really enjoyed it. Oh, he had a blast. He yeah. was so energetic. I, I think that that was one thing that I did not expect from him. He looks like he looks like a nice guy, really low key. But then the moment that he was like, the, the moment you sat down with him, he was just like, oh, "Yeah, let's go." I was like, "I thank you so much for being on. Like, I'm I'm so happy to be here. Like, thank you so much." And mm-hmm. I really appreciated of the of the energy and just like the time he gave. He was busting your balls too, which I liked. Yeah, he was. Yeah, a little bit. We had. <laughs> I thought we had like a little like a, a rapport going yeah, on. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good at that. Um, and then afterwards, you know, I said thanks and stuff, and he was like. Yeah, like no one ever wants to talk about Human Target or um, Sheriff of Babylon. He was like, "Those are books that like I have like I have to work to to make people right. want to buy them." Right. Wild. And the fact that you didn't even bring up like I, when I introduced him, I brought up Sheriff, I brought up Human Target. He's like, "You brought up Batman later." Like you, we didn't even talk yep. about Batman. Yeah. So he was like, "I appreciate that you guys really like comics. Like you're really into it." So, um, which is fascinating cool. to think about because I. I and I mean, this is just like our circle, right? But I feel like human well, we target. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think I think even like the like on the Discord and like the the pals uh, sort of all around, we talk about human target pretty consistently. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I was surprised to, to like to get be outside of that bubble and for him to react and say, "Oh, yeah, it doesn't get enough press." And we're like, we do a review every week. Like at absolutely. the same time, though, it's Smallwood. What press do you need besides showing art? Like, yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah, right. Like that. That's sure. another thing. Is yeah. like, absolutely, it's Smallwood art. Yes. Yeah. Sign me up. Um, so, yeah, you guys can go check that out and uh, definitely let us know, you know, what you thought about it and stuff like that. We're going to try to have him on the show. Uh, we'll see if that works out. Hopefully. 
Thursday. The rest of Thursday, I think we spent most of it setting stuff up for the rest of the yeah, weekend. That was the schmooze day. Yeah, yeah, yeah very, very sure. much so. Um, there were some sightings. Uh, I saw, uh, I saw uh, CB Sabolski. Who? CB Sabolski. I'm not familiar. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I saw Wild Dan Didio. That was cool. Did, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Saw Dan Didio. Um, yeah. So Thursday, Thursday was cool. It felt low key. It felt it felt Damn, low key. It was low key. <laughs> felt alligator low key. <laughs> you did. Alligator Loki? You, saw, you saw? Oh, I did one? see multiple alligator oh, Lokis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did not. Um, I thought the cosplay was pretty cool this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I've seen more inventive years, but I definitely saw some really high-quality nah, I, I saw some crazy yeah, wild, wild ones. Yeah. Cable. You guys saw the cable, the cable right? That's Cable's on our TikTok. Yeah. 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 Should be on our Instagram as well. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Cable. Uh, there was a whole there was a whole section that usually is reserved for like the the pro and like the press area mm-hmm. that they actually uh, expanded and the entire that entire floor was just for cosplay. Oh. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you got a chance to go there. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, think you so, went. Yeah, yeah. It, it was entirely pretty, yeah. for cosplay and and that was really cool to see because everything they had they had up there and they were even doing panels on how to improve it, like what kind of makeup to use. Oh, wow. Like uh, there was one that was talking about like. Oh yeah, maybe if like a sponge doesn't work, use a brush and like this and that. And they're just like they got really into it, which is like it was cool to see like another fandom grow out and like expand. There was at one point, I don't know if it was a panel or something, but they had a TV just playing old tsunami ads. Really? Wow, yeah. these people sitting down watching it. That's I love wild. stuff like that. I would have watched that. That's cool. I get caught up on stuff like that on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Doctor Strange one with the multiple arms. You guys saw that one? No, I didn't. I saw it online. I, I didn't see it in person. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was doing that old, you know, like street magician trick where it looks like he's floating. <laughs> yes. When it's really, he's just sitting on like a metal thing and the, the cane that he's floating with. Oh, is, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to you know, ruin hey, the magic. hold on a second. He's not actually floating, fellas. Wow, he'll never be able to do that gimmick again. Uh, nope, we fucking ruined it for him. So oh, that's, that's terrible. Um, I, I don't think I'll ever quite get used to the scale of New York Comic Con, especially Sunday, I thought. Um, yeah. Artist Alley was nuts Art, today. Yeah, yeah, it really was. And it's cool to see because, you know, there have been other years where I felt like Artist Alley was a little quiet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and there wasn't so. that much. Last especially, year. Yeah, especially the year where, like, there was that tunnel like we talked about earlier. Yes, that's right. Yo, it, I kind of missed the tunnel. It was cool to some degree, but I think it created an extra effort for people to yeah. get down yeah, there yeah, they yeah. didn't want to do. so far. The fact that Artist Alley is connected to the Q Hall for yeah. panels is great. Yep. Because you go to the Q Hall, sign sure, up for whatever yeah. you're going to sign up for. Hey, what's over here? Oh, snap. All these great creators. Let me buy something. Right, right. I think that they benefit a lot from that. And so seeing it so populated, seeing those creators not have the space to like even talk to you mm-hmm. because there's so many fans yeah. trying to get a signature, trying to get some a print, whatever it is, that's that's fantastic. And it, it's cool that people are supporting. Yep, absolutely. I, I think the, the way that it has continued to flourish, and, and again, like, like last year was sort of, the first time and people were kind of still nervous and mm-hmm. feeling it out. But this one, I think if not full force, it's, it's grown. Yeah. And that's been great to see because that can only translate to more from more for the creators, for the artists, um, the, the lines for some of these people, um, uh, Hickman, Peach Momoko. Mm-hmm. Tinian um, had a huge line. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Huge. yeah. Tinian's in another stratosphere now. Yep. Yeah. Very much so. Cool yeah. to see. Yeah. For Glad sure. about it too. Yeah, absolutely. 
Lieutenant Commander Jordy LaForge is going to want some attention. Okay, okay. How did you like? How did you like uh, the the convention? Uh, Marco, I told you, no ventriloquism. It does not make for good podcasting. <laughs> a, a, a rare instance where Kale has nothing to say. What a remarkable Ooh, thing! That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, we did. Tyler and I had the. Uh, I guess I don't know if about the opportunity, but we did get to see the uh, memorial that was set up. Oh, oh for, uh, for Kim, Kim Jong Gi. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that was horrible. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Kim Jong Gi, uh, Korean artist who. Um, Suddenly passed on his way to New York Comic Con. Right. Um, and one of the kind of heartwarming things about the whole thing, like that, that's fucking tragic to put it lightly. Um, but his, his booth was still set up. Um, yeah. And yeah. artists and fans and supporters, they all signed whatever they could on his like tablecloth, which is just paper. So there was just art there. There were flowers, flowers there. Yeah. There were um, people like literally drawing like portraits of him. Um, that that was really nice to see, and it, it was in his old his same spot that he always is in every every year. So, um, yeah, that was uh, kind of a good thing to come out of a horrible thing. Yeah, it was it was a good sort of way to honor. Uh, I I didn't get a chance to see it, but you guys talking about it, um, and I know we had the conversation uh, before where we were both fans of the art, and the fact that it happened was just so shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, glad to see that. And you know what. <laughs> What um, what's so tragic about it too is like you know there's a lot of times where creators die right right but um for someone so you 47 oh, I believe yep. yeah like yep. so much yep. more life to live at that point so much more creative expression mm-hmm. that's that what, what what we lost is bigger than what we knew in the moment right it's all the potential yep and that's what sucks about anyone dying young but especially someone with so much proven talent. Someone we know so had so much more to give. Um, uh, my, bro- my brother Sean took classes with him. Yeah? Wow. Yeah. Like, uh, my brother was a huge fan of his. Probably, like, one of his biggest influences. So, wow. um, I wrote my brother's name on, you know, for my brother Aww. on the table. That's so. really nice. Yeah. And, again, you know, it's cool that um, people wanted to go by and, you know, memorialize him in whatever way it made sense you ever remember seeing him he was a big into live drawing so he would just like draw yeah yeah he'd have these perspectives that were just like my i would never even be physically in a place to see that perspective um and he and he played with uh just angles very weird his architecture was great his and always without reference he would dude he 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 wouldn't reference anything was all in his head go for it literally he he was a a a once in a in a lifetime talent yep agreed absolutely agreed yeah there's a Fortnite loading screen too which like the last the last new art that i remember seeing like in something was a Fortnite loading screen yeah it was uh, came out over the summer that's wild. like i unlocked it and i was like holy shit that's fucking kim jong-gi uh it was it was cool that's awesome what were your favorite moments from the weekend Um, Mm. I think my favorite is something that didn't even happen to me. Um, Mm. Sean bumped into uh, the WWE superstar, (laughs) Omos. We got to share that on the Instagram or something. Yeah. Uh, If you don't know Omos, it's uh, Omos is what? Seven, Seven, four? Gigantic. He made Sean look like a little baby. It was so wild. Dude, it was weird. Like... (laughs) You know, you're at Comic Con, so you're used to seeing like abnormal things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, here's a guy walking who's literally taller than the standees for the creators, yeah. like their big yeah. long posters, 
And it is impossible not to notice. And so what happened was I saw him and I was like, oh, my God. And then I said, oh, my God, I know who that is. No, yeah. you said, my yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> but then someone else said, hey, can I take a picture with you? And he said, yeah, sure. So that was my cue to go. Yep. Yep. And so I got the picture, which was pretty fun. Um, and then I saw him walking. He had his. He had his commissions. He what, was what did he get? I was trying to. I couldn't see. I saw I, yeah. something that looked like Superman. So I'm, I'm curious to see what he's into. That's that's all. And that's you know, so cool. and he had a regular, degular Sunday batch. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Just a ticket to Comic Con. I say he just wanted to come in for the fan. day. Yeah. Yep. That that's a good thing, right? That yeah. like fan, right? One of the other weird things for me was. Uh, I was with my friend Nina, and we were in the, the, the press and pro section, and there's an elevator. So I'm like, oh, fuck, an elevator. It'd be so much easier to use that. So I use it, and it drops us off in, like, the back rooms. You know, the, 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 that new PC game, the back rooms, where you're, like, in an back office rooms. building, and you're just in, like, these unnamed back rooms that there's no doors or anything. And yeah. And just, we're in, like, the catacombs of the Javits Center. <laughs> um, and then in, in walks into the elevator, the... Uh, entire cast of Manifest, the TV show, which is now on Netflix. Mm. And holy shit, I never felt so ugly in my life. Um, <laughs> Wait, they got in the elevator with you? Yeah, it was me, my friend Nina, and like the whole cast of the show. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, it was. They were just too gorgeous. Where I was like, <laughs> I, I, mean, I got out of the elevator with my friend, and I was like, Did you feel ugly getting in that elevator? And she was like, Yeah, man. I, I felt, she was so funny. I, I was like, I felt class anger. <laughs> <laughs> Did did they say anything to you guys? There, um, there was one other person in there, and be like, "Oh, you're the guys from Manifest." I don't watch the show, so I don't. Right. Um, and they're like, "Oh yeah," and then she's like, "Oh, I love, I love, I loved the show." And they're like, "Loved." It's coming back on Netflix. Why else would we be at Comic Con? And I'm like, "Okay." Hey, why else would we be? At? What the fuck do you think I'm doing here? You know? Yeah. That's fine. Hmm. Uh, I think my favorite was um, actually just getting to see people that like I work with. Uh, like that, mm. that that was cool that, that was cool to see like other people that i know that are in the industry tangentially mm. and that i get to i got to catch up with and see them like work in that environment where i'm usually not so directly involved um so that, that, that was that was a really cool moment for me to uh <laughs> to to connect with them on a, on a on a different level and um i think the connections made through that helped to solidify stuff in, in my personal life. So that, that was cool. Tyler, uh, I mean, Marco uh, angling for, um, what? yeah, hmm? you're what? right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think for me, it was definitely interviewing Tom King, but actually in addition, it was Tyler getting to interview Scott Snyder. Yeah, That's I was right. going to get to that too. That, boy, I didn't know that was happening. <laughs> yeah, dude. That, that, um, literally, uh, uh, Marco talked to somebody new. Uh, see, see? And then, and then uh, they're like, yeah. Uh, okay. Do it in twenty minutes, and then like we're texting Sean because like Sean like that Sean likes so to do funny. like the big people because right. I get nervous, um, and I, Sean is just non-responsive. Sean was too busy. He was too busy gawking at almost probably. That's probably uh, lined up around the same time. <laughs> um, so I'm like, so like the time comes and I'm like, fuck it, let's go. I you know, it. And I let's do it. it. You know, I did it. First of all, guys, I have a a, a phone number that is callable. People uh, call on the phone. Yeah, it's a thing that happens, but. That didn't cross my mind, actually. I did not even cross my mind either. Yeah, actually. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a shame. It's such but, a fucking millennial thing. <laughs> I mean, it's okay, though, because we got the interview. Yeah, yeah. Me, yeah. me doing it, well. it, you doing it, you doing it. It's all the same in that's terms right. of yeah, yeah. what we get out of it. So I'm um, just proud of you and happy that we got it. And I'm sure it was great. Can, so I can't wait to watch it. And you guys will see it. It yeah. did come out good. Yep. Sorry, if you guys get distracted, uh, I'm trying to distract my cat with a feather wand. So like, I'm not fishing here. 
And so if, if the feather wand works at distracting you, then I don't know what that says about you. Yeah, well, you might be a feline. <laughs> <laughs> you might be the feline. You might be a feline. No, oh my <laughs> God. I'm just going to start my own comedy bit. <laughs> uh, and, 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 and thanks to every creator that talked to us, yeah. uh, even if they couldn't give us the interview. Uh, thanks for being gracious. The ones that did give us the interview, gracious with their time, their energy, all that good stuff. I mean, you're, there, you, you have so many interactions. Even for us as people who aren't tabling, so many interactions over the course of four yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. And so when your line is... 10, 15, 20, 25 people long every time you do a signing, even greater than that for some of the people we spoke to, yep. every day, sometimes more than once a day, it gets exhausting. By the end of the day, by the end of the day today, we spoke to Ron V. Oh, oh man, look drained. Oh, completely demolished. Yeah. You know, with yeah. all due respect, like he just looked he's, he looked tired. It, you know, right. it's a long yeah. weekend. It's like when Swamp Thing is losing touch of the green. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shrivel, shriveled up the shell of what he was. And but but gracious with his time yes. like the fact yeah. that he was yep. he was yes. like you know Absolutely. what yeah let's do it awesome and Who once knows? the cameras start rolling you're both just into it yeah, yeah. you wouldn't uh, even know yeah, yeah. exactly and, um, and it was a great interview um one of the other things i, I that i liked this year was like typically i'm not a personable person um on camera on on podcasts i can turn that shit on and like do it um so like the interviews i was fine but like just like being able to like go up to talk to someone at a booth, you know, introduce myself. Like that's out of my comfort zone for me. Mm. Um, and uh, I was trying to do that with just people as yeah. well. Like I was talking to like, I was like doing some like video for like a TikTok and stuff. And this guy in a Thor costume was like, Hey, uh, Mr. Gimbal man. Cause I was holding a gimbal and he's like, can you just do a, a video of me on my, uh, on my phone uh, with Hawkman and Hawkgirl? And I was like, excuse me, Mr. Gimbal man's my father. Um, <laughs> He, he, thought, he thought that was pretty funny. Uh, oh, so yeah, you did I, actually yeah, say it? Yeah, oh. I did. I did. Uh, and then I helped him out. I took some. I took some shots for him. But you know, I was like, I, I was like, people like the guy in line for Daniel Warren Johnson. He was like, what? What, what commission should I get? Oh, yeah, Do I yeah, want yeah, like cool, a James Hetfield or Doctor Strange? He so, should have gone for the Hetfield. So I, think he I, gone I told him get James Hetfield yes. as a Sorcerer Supreme. Dude, wow. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm, I don't know yeah, what yeah. he actually went, went yeah. for. So I'm curious to see uh, what Daniel Warren Johnson posts. And like, especially because Daniel Warren Johnson is such a metal fan. Oh yeah, you have to do that. Head feels like an iconic face too. Like yeah, like yeah. it's like Lemmy, Dio, Headfield. Like there's some other people. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So um, until next Comic Con, you know, in terms of oh, physically the being there, oh. no, not quite. Okay, I'm ready for bed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we we know. Um, but there's still a lot to talk about because a lot of news came out of the event. Um, first of all, this what, I, what all we're about to talk about is not necessarily the totality of the announcements just because you know stuff happened even today that uh, i'm not even aware of mm. um but this is the stuff that you know it felt appropriate to talk about the stuff that's most important that happened at the event. plus we need yeah. material for next saturday because this coming week is going to be dry as shit most likely well we didn't even do a news bit last week because of the jeff john so like we have that's never right. talked about Hugh Jackman and Deadpool. We oh, haven't talked yeah, about any yeah, of that. That's so right. that's happening. we've got yeah. material. Don't worry, Tyler. Okay, all right, we're good. Yeah. Um, speaking of material, Marvel put out a list and an event, uh, an event. Uh, what would you call it? An event map, if you will, of 2023. Oh yeah, I think I saw that. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, I got right, it right here. Right, if you right. want to, uh, okay. I can pull up my own. Oh, thank okay, you very much. All right. I I just wasn't sure if you wanted to piggyback off my homework. Uh, so. <laughs> Marvel put out their event schedule for 2023. Uh, I mean, I guess technically 2022, 2023, because it starts with Avengers Assemble, 
um, which we know about. I don't want to like get into the stuff we already sure. kind of know yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Avengers Assemble in November. That's Jason Aaron's. You know, the end of of his run uh, with the Avengers, and then Dark Web, which is the uh, uh, X Men Spider Man crossover. Venom too, I believe. Venom is yeah. is a factor. Yeah. yeah, I think they're trying to build this as a Spider Man uh, X Men crossover for the. F- for the fact of like Spider-Man and the X-Men having like such ties in the past. Mm, fair. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, they put out a trailer. It looked cool. Um, <laughs> uh, you know. Put out a trailer. It looked cool. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. The Rod Reese art was good. It's coming out uh, soon. So we'll be yeah. talking about that on Pulse. Uh, December. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Real soon. Um, we got more information about Sins of Sinister. This is we January did. 2023, uh, which is what Marvel has kind of like without saying it, kind of coined as their X-Men event month. Like, their X-Men events have started the last two or so in January. Oh, X-Lives uh, and X-Lives and X-Death, and X-Death started right. in January. Right. X of Swords was in January. Wow, uh, was it really? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Was oh, it Ten oh, of Swords? Ten of Swords, my bad. Yes, you're right. Um, we know now that this event is going to be an Age of Apocalypse-esque sort of event where things are warped. It looks like Sinister's machinations with the bodies of Moira that he has have kind of thrown reality out of whack and have resulted in different, like, possible futures that are 10, 100, 1,000 years out. Um, And so it looks pretty interesting. Like, similar in the, like... uh was it Hoxpox? Yeah, a Powers of Ten yeah. style gotcha. thing that as makes far sense. as that goes. Yeah, oh, That's pretty cool. Okay. Um, and and we've been theorizing about how that all plays into into it because obviously he has the bodies and, and he, when when is the right time to use it? And he, even in one of the most recent things that we were we were reading, I'm forgetting what it was, mm-hmm. in one of the trials, I feel like, mm-hmm. um, he had considered using it and like, oh, should I reset the timeline? Right. Like, is, this, is this the moment? And then so Destiny. Mortal X-Men. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Issue one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Destiny like sort of looks into the future and advises not to and so it's cool that 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 is paying off yeah. now quickly too <laughs> mortal x-men yeah. was, was this year you know yeah right yeah. we're um, not even done with it oh sorry right? we're not done with it no we're no still, no, no, no. Well, few, well, still a few well, issues left. coming up yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah uh this is paying off it's definitely paying off what you're saying tyler but it's also paying off house and powers right yeah um because sinister's been doing stuff since then uh, we know that Immortal X-Men, X-Men Red, and Legion of X will all be replaced temporarily oh. um, yeah. to tell stories within this Sins of Sinister new age, if you will. Mm. Um, Immortal X-Men is going to be... Uh, uh, immoral X-Men. Immoral X-Men, yes. Yeah, which uh, um, Gillen was quoted as saying, like, the reason why Immortal X Men is called that called that is because he wanted to do an Immortal X Men. That's as funny. Well. Yeah, like Immortal came that. first, and then he needed the wordplay, oh, so funny. that's how Immortal came okay. about. Yeah. Uh, uh, X Men Red will become Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants, which is appropriate compa- uh, based on what's been happening in X Men Red. Exactly, mm-hmm. and Legion of X will become Nightcrawlers. I don't know if you guys saw, uh-huh. but uh, Nightcrawler is going to get horny. I thought Nightcrawlers is the game that Frank and Charlie play uh, under the sheets, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Whoa, that's a reference that went like this <laughs> right over my head. head. <laughs> Thanks, Mark, <laughs> uh, Nightcrawler's going to grow some horns. We saw from Solicit's cover images we got from Immortal Oh, X-Men. that's what you meant. Yeah. Oh, I thought it's because of all the Nightcrawlers. No. Well, he's going to screw himself. 
I don't know. Sinister? Who knows? That's fair. It's close. Very fair. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, we got news that uh, Paco Medina, Patch, Zercher, and Alessandro Vitti will all be joining those books. Hmm. Um, so we don't have any soft uh, heroes to draw on those books. That's <laughs> for sure. I love it. I love it. Uh, so that's going to be fun. And then there's going to be a one-shot uh, Sins of Sinister Dominion number one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good so, stuff. Pretty cool. Um, a robust event. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also got, and we'll, we'll be talking about the X-Men again uh, shortly, but we also got news of a Captain America event. Captain America Cold War. Uh, there we go. Everything's okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, the, the slides are going through. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the, there are two Captain America books right now. There's Captain America, Symbol of Li- Sentinel of Liberty, and Symbol of Truth, um, both with their own respective creative teams. Those books and are going to... Sorry? And Cap. And Cap, yes, absolutely. Um, those books are going to cross over. And the events that are currently happening in those books are going to like coalesce into what it, this event is. We got to see a promo image of Winter Soldier's new costume. Nice. Did you guys see that? It looked badass. Uh, Marco, you can see it in a second when it shows up on the screen. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that production um, quality. Guys. Can I say, I, I finally got to, like, on the, one of the benefits of this week has been the train rides mm. to <laughs> New York City for me because it means I've been catching up on books mm, and I sure. needed the time. Um, I read issue two of uh, uh, Sentinel Liberty. That's the uh, Steve one, right? Think uh, so? Maybe. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think, uh, I don't remember. That sure. Sounds right. It's good. It's real good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a lot. I was like, oh, this is some good, good cap shit. So, yeah, I'm excited for this. Awesome. How do you guys feel about uh, Bucky's new Top Knot? Yeah, so I'm actually like anti-Top Knot no, as, like, really? as a thing okay. for, for all men. Really? Yeah, so this was not I'm really working for bun. me too much. Especially the man if, bun. Uh, what's his face has to draw? <laughs> Who? Uh, Patch, right? Isn't he? Uh... Oh, <laughs> Or was <gosh>. that X-Men? <laughs> Uh, that's yeah, that's X Men. Okay, all right, good, all right. Um, but the costume itself, I think, does look pretty cool. That does look cool. Yeah, the but there, there's other images too that are awesome. But that cape, little hanging over right now, yeah. that looks real good. That's another one if you wanted to see it, Marco. Um, he's he's got this really cool cape. Um, that actually has the Winter Soldier star on it mm. instead of being like on his person. Um, which I think is kind of cool. Which is really the biggest it's a, change. It's a little more stealthy, cape. you know? Yeah. But also, yeah. like, the cape is like, oh, this is a superhero. Right, because yeah. capes are anti-stealth, but somehow Batman is stealthy with a cape. I, I say ste- a cape is stealth. I'm going to go yeah. cape. Yeah. I agree. Stealth. I agree. Right. I agree. Yeah. All right. I'll take that L there. Well, because, um, like, you could, like, you know, do the thing where you, like, hide. Cover. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. That's how the vampires Dracula, always get me. Because that works. Yeah. All the Draculas yeah. out there. Well, obviously, right? Have, yeah. have you ever caught a Dracula? You ever check in your shower? Make sure there's no Draculas in there. Yeah, I never, I could never find one uh, in my uh, in my math class either. Yo, no, no, like no joke. As a kid, anytime I went into a ba- like a bathroom, I'd have to open up the shower door curtain because I thought vampires were in there. Stop. I had no context for it, but like you don't know if a guy's hiding in there with a cape. That's why I, I like this this Bucky. You cape. don't know if a guy's hiding there with a cape, specifically, or specifically a blood sucking fellow. Fair <laughs> enough. Specifically, a cape those blood sucking Draculas out there. <laughs> Uh, Blackula? That one? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a few of those. Or even Scott Bakula. He might be in there too. You never know. Who's that? The actor from Quantum Leap. <laughs> oh my god. Or, or Star Trek Enterprise. There's nothing Tyler loves more than a reference that no one but him gets. Esoteric. There, there are people out there. All right. 
people just dying laughing. The good at people on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> um, as Tyler's cat plots against the. Uh, Plots the fall of man. Yeah. I got a red feather for him because we have cardinals that are here, so I'm training them. Rather, Marco, the fall of X. That's what that's what oh. uh, Marvel's plotting uh, because that's the... Oh, Lay William of all? Uh, I don't know. Uh, that's the summer... Well, I should say, before we before we talk about fall of X, summer of symbiotes, I didn't create a note for it because I don't care. Um, <laughs> so, well, yeah, well, do you know what it's about? I didn't, I didn't know about that one. Marco was talking about fall of X and his feelings about... Ending the Krakoan era. Me no like. Really? Um, well, because the, the, the whole situation about it is I, I from the very start, I want to stick with this era of X-Men. I like Krakoa, like everything that's being done. Uh, not every title necessarily is the, the best, but I do like the concepts. I like the creators who get brought on. And I think it's interesting. I think it's an interesting world for the X-Men to continue to be exploring. And I don't think we've hit its fullest potential. And for them to pull to pull the plug on this, I think is for me too early. Mm. Um, this is, and maybe I'm coming in from like, in in terms of weekly comics, I came in with New Fifty Two, and we stayed with that for what like six years or something, maybe maybe something more, like that, yeah. right? And like that that felt like a good amount of time. We we got everybody's story. Not every title hit fifty two issues, but we we got where we needed to go with all the stories, and and people were able to really. Uh, communicate what they needed to and that felt ample mm. this does not sure. and this has been hox box was 2019 2020 it wasn't 2019 it wasn't 2020 uh, i think the tail end of 2018 yeah well something like that because we saw the panel so what is that? Maybe four, like three, July four years? July 2019 is okay. when oh, uh, so. first issue came out. All right, so, so there you go. Three years. This is going to happen three years later, right? This is the summer of 2023. Oh, I guess four years later. Uh, but I, I want more. I, I, I want more because I think they can explore more and they can do more. And uh, knowing that, I'm sort of, I'm upset about that. Mm-hmm. I want to continue to be here. Sure. I think... That all it's going to be is, is is the dissolution of them being able to resurrect. I think that's how you get rid of the Krakoa era without getting rid of Krakoa as a place. Right. You know? Because I think that's that's going to be the hardest thing to do. Like, how, I mean, Krakoa is a living thing that can easily, literally destroy the island. Sure. Um, but, like, the X-Men have been so uh, disenfranchised from, like, a central location for a long time. Uh, they've had Genosha. They've had uh, their, their, uh, their central park location they've had the treehouse uh yeah they've had um the one outside california on yeah. the island yep. uh do you remember that, the, the name of that one i don't i don't remember um but they've been they've jumped around so often that um i'm okay with Krokoa being this semi-permanent location for them no but but like i know that uh yonkers right wherever wherever is it they're at Westchester? Westchester we're in yonkers we're in yonkers <laughs> right. Right. but like like westchester being a thing that they've always existed in Fine, that's where the Xavier Institute is, but I think that's where the Xavier Institute is. That stays a separate place. Krakoa, I think, can continue to proliferate as this island nation. And I've never read a part, like, I, I've never, I was never part of Genosha. I was never part of, like, all that stuff. So I, my familiarity with that and my, my association to those things are separate. And this feels, like, cool, totally unique in, in the way that it's introducing the, introducing 
the X-Men and where they can potentially live. Mm-hmm. And I I don't want that to go away. And, and if they're going to if they're that comfortable with this reboot and then just removing it like they have everything else, why am I going to care about the the like why am I going to care about Sins of Sinister in that case? Why why, why am I going to care about the following events uh, coming with the, with after the fall of X if I know at the end of the day, yeah, we're going to pull a plug on this. I, I I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't read like faith in the in the product there. I would counter that by saying, "Welcome to superhero comics." No, go away. <laughs> um, no. But like, like we know the movies are coming. Like I think whatever they have planned for the movies, we're going to be some, seeing something similar in the comics. A, a return to probably something a little more simple. So I was gonna. It's funny you brought that up because I was gonna throw out my theory that you know the movies are are, are coming and they need to get along to a place that is a little bit more familiar to people who don't read comics. And another part of that theory is that what if this was a part of the reason why Jonathan Hickman actually had to leave? Hey, I have these big plans. Oh, wait. Corporate synergy. Right. Mm. Uh, I know it's not going to be there. Uh, I might as well just bow it now. Like if if Hickman really had a five year plan or whatever. I thought he just read Ten of Swords. He was like, "I'm good." <laughs> like clearly, clearly, this is not playing out to the fullest of what he wanted. So we should have right. just asked him at the con. It, it was only a two hour wait. Yeah, right. No <laughs> kidding. Um, yeah, so that that's I, I'm not I'm not excited, admittedly, for uh, this to end. I love Krakoa. I love what it's done for. The X-Men, I don't want us to go back to a place. And maybe this is just an irrational fear on my part, being an X-Men fan, and how they were treated for so many years. Yep. It was yeah. right before Krakoa at times. We're like, oh, I was just going to kill Cyclops randomly. Oh, he's back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. Oh, let's bring back the, the, the original five and then do basically nothing with them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's Stuart Eminem and Brian Michael Bendis. All due respect, I, I mean, I loved that stuff. I don't think that, but I don't think that they were allowed to do anything overtly interesting. I'd argue that's Bendis, um, <laughs> in, in so much that Bendis constantly always like does Bendisy things, and he might reinvent a couple things, but you always know he's going to bring his toys back together. He's very neat with that. That's true, but how could you how could you say that knowing that they were literally told you can't do anything interesting like they weren't told oh that fair tomato, fair like, I, I know what you mean like like editorial like there yeah. was a quote-unquote mandate that nobody will ever say was real right um bendis on x-men in an era where he can do what he wants i think that's interesting but in an era where he can that's why that's almost assuredly why he brought the five back because fair. it's like well what else can we do it's the same characters i'm not making new ones right you know? yeah exactly although he did make gold balls so who is actually a major player now. A different name, yeah. but major player. Bring Tempest back. Oh, wait, she's, uh, she's not part of the five. No, she could be. So, in keeping with the X-Men, uh, we also got an announcement of a new book, a uh, new title, uh, Bishop War Captains, I believe it's called. I, uh, um, the crowd goes mild. Yeah, so, <laughs> so the premise of this book is that Bishop is training... The next generation of war captains to be ready in the case of whatever happens on Krakoa to protect Krakoa at all costs. Okay. Now, on premise, that's totally fine. It's being written by Jay Holtum, I believe, 
who wrote for the I want to say the Netflix stuff. Um, I'm gonna I'll grab my phone in a moment. Okay, uh, <laughs> I did spring you that we're alive before yeah, you no, grab okay. it. <laughs> um, and so that's that's fine. Uh, there's talent there. First of all, I was confused as hell by the cover. I was like, okay, I don't I know Bishop's dark skin, but that woman's wearing a Jean Grey costume, the '90s Jean Grey. So what's up with that? Oh snap! Cyclops is black. I don't get it. So I'm not sure. Like I, I was, I was more confused as to how DC Steel joined the team. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, the, I got another question though. Mm-hmm. Is Beast black or like is he just like blue? <laughs> is this like a he's black like and a, blue? So Skeeter from Doug got it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um. And I, I think this is a three issue mini. So you know, I gotta say, not not an exciting announcement i'm glad for more bishop in a in a like in a major position but this just isn't quite it what i am excited about thank you so much what i am excited about is actually the creative or not the creative team but the team in the book because in the book we're having one of my favorite characters who i've been yelling about for the last couple of years now Surge. Oh, there we go. Hey, yeah, Surge Tanky from System of Down. Joining the X-Men. <laughs> got it. We got Armor, Surge, Cam oh. Long, Aura oh. Charles, and a Mass. That is a wild team. Who's a Mass? I looked. I had to look some of them up because I'm like, who the heck is this? And boy, oh boy. Um, it's, a, it's an interesting team. But I think when you combine a team of characters that people don't really know yeah. with Bishop who – Never really kind of held his own as far as having a main title. I don't know. I don't know that this screams big sales, but uh, but he's a cool character. He's, yeah. he's he's. I think he's cool to lead a team. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of um, like Forge in, in a way where he's you know he's he's sometimes in the background, kind of can can hold his own, and it'd be cool for him to lead some sort of faction of something. And mm. now he's technically on the X Men, if I remember correctly. And uh, yes, Bishop is his. No. Uh, oh, he um, he's not on the team. Wasn't he on the X Men? No, he's, he's not, on Marauders. He's on Marauders. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. That's right. Okay. Uh, and he's part of the uh, the. He's like the the anyone. Anytime there's like a war that needs to happen, he he gets called in. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think this is. I, I don't know any of these characters. Uh, you know armor, really? I I heard of them. You certainly do. We, Whedon's run, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've seen armor. Mm. You definitely have because yeah. she's she's around. But maybe you didn't recognize her as such. Okay. Okay. Surge, you probably have never seen, and I cannot tell you how excited I am for Surge to be in a comic. Um. Oh, and by the way, it was called War College, ah, uh, not okay. War Captains. Okay. But uh, we also got the announcement of a long-awaited book that Marvel announced once, and then it kind of fell off the face of the earth. And now it's back. Bloodline: Daughter of Blade is finally going to be coming out. Hey, synergy. Yep. <laughs> Synergy, it's funny you say that. Blade actually um, <laughs> just got delayed. Did it really? Yeah, well, filming, uh, filming's oh. delayed to, to 2023 delayed. because they lost, the, yeah. they, lost their, uh, they lost their director. Yep. So, Ooh, um, okay. so here we go as far as uh, Bloodline Daughter of Blade. Uh, the synopsis is as follows. Introduced earlier this year in Free Comic Book Day Avengers X-Men, the Daughter of Blade makes her long way to return in Bloodline Daughter of Blade by the New Heroes creators, writer Danny Lore, and artist Karen S. Darbo. Um, Brielle Brooks is a good kid. No matter what her teachers say, it's not her fault. She's developing vampiric superpowers. I told you, Draculas! (laughs) 
so you know that's cool. Um, I I don't have like a deep care for Blade, quite frankly, and I'm not a I'm not a big fan of the like. Here's my son, Blade Two, or sure. you know, like yeah. that's not Blade really my thing. Yeah, <laughs> Bay Blade. <laughs> Stop it now. You think uh, Blade's daughter is going to let her rip in this? Uh, um, in this, uh, not like that. There's not going to be oh, any, okay. any weird parts on this. I was going to say, this. that's yeah. a different kind of content. Yeah, well, hey, 15 bucks usually. Um, this has been, uh, I believe it was originally announced as like a Tim Seeley book. Years Yeah, back, years, years and years back. ago. And it was canceled in part because there was an outcry that he should not be writing the story of a black oh, okay. teenager. Sure. No one ever says that to, you know, Mark Wade. Oh, Jeremy Whitley when he writes uh, young girl characters. <laughs> Bendis? But, uh, people tried. They threw that they at tried, Bendis yeah. uh, with Miles and Riri, but uh, I think that was missed. Uncancelable. No, no, that's not true. <laughs> well, as far as that goes, he should be uncancelable for that reason. Cause... I mean, he's writing it for his kids, really. Yeah, and yeah, so. look at how big. I mean, Riri's about to debut, Fair. and That's Miles right. is huge. So yeah. Riri yeah, and, of, of course, debuting in Black Panther. Yep. Um. So yeah, maybe she'll be big. I don't know. I think Blade's so. daughter. Did you read the free comic book day? I didn't. It was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't dislike it because Blade's one of those characters where like, he has not really been that important in the comics. Mm. I say that even though he's an active Avenger and he has been for what, five years now or something yeah, like that, yeah. which is bonkers still. It is. Um, but uh, seeing somebody like tackle this vampire side, the Dracula's side of the Marvel <laughs> Universe, um, it's they've been up to some stuff. So just seeing a book set there is exciting for me. Mm. Is he on the current team? Yeah, he's an Avenger man. Oh, shit. He's also the sheriff of uh, of the vampire colony in Russia. Um. Where, oh, where they, the Dracula. Yeah, was. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause, uh, they they did that in, in Wolverine. There was like a, like a thing where he. Like, yep, yeah, that's right. Yo, the vampires yeah. are up to shit, man. I'm, I'm yeah, telling you, it was cool. Real that, life too. That, that's. I read things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did my research. You saw some vampires over the weekend. Oh, yeah, I saw too many Draculas this weekend. Hey, yo, some of them are not too bad. Yeah, wrong kind of sucking, Marco. Oops. Uh, Sean. Right. Uh, wow. <laughs> little banter. Little yeah. Oh, um. So we got a little bit more. I don't want to say information because I don't think we got information, <laughs> but we got oh. images from Jonathan Hickman and Valerio Skeety's newest project. Uh, based on what we've seen, which now they've shown images of various character designs uh, from whatever this new series is going to be, I think it's pretty clear what this is. Uh, I really don't think there's any reason to even d debate it. I think this is very clearly the return of Doctor Strange. Uh, oh. I disagree. Okay, let uh, me let me let me say why I think it's sure. It's and I'll tell you the, the theory I saw online that like so, sold me. Okay, so in my mind, this character uh, has a very 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 similar look to Doctor Strange. He's got the the white in the hair. He is a white dude, especially uh, image four. If you're watching live or you're you know you're watching at home, uh, image four looks closest in my mind to what we associate Doctor Strange with. Um, the, beard shorter, wise, the shortest hair one. The right? shorter yeah. hair, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, so, and then the, the second uh, slide features a character who looks astonishingly like Jubilee, but also uh, the, the, the character who's been in Doctor Strange since Aaron's run. Zelma. Zelma, thank you. Yeah, I like, um, her. I like her. Yeah. 
Looks like Zelma. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think one of these guys is the Beyonder. Uh, the uh, maybe the the white dressed character. Um, I I don't know. I feel like a lot of these characters look like characters that we already know, and that's why I think it's not uh, fair. Because if it was, they would have just told us. You think so? Yeah. 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 Because uh, there there's a theory I saw online, and it, and it has sold me on this. Is that these are actually this is eternity. This is uh, death. This is chaos. This is order. These are the cosmic beings who've now come Sandman style to oh. Earth, and this is Sandman in the Marvel universe. Oh, interesting! And, and I this like is that a lot. and they they showed evidence of it, like the the way the different uh, costumes look. There's a guy with like the two faces, yeah, Man. that is chaos and order. Mm-hmm. The two sides there. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, Eternity is uh, who, who's the yellow one that's like Eternity's wife or whatever, because um, Eternity does have a wife. Eternity who was in Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, is essentially this oh. this this Doctor Strange looking guy, um, and the other one is his wife. Um, that idea was like, yeah, that sounds like that sounds like something Hickman would do. Like, and it says it here, things of order, like yeah, is like mentioned to it, it and it, whatnot. It, the 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 press for it is also weird, but it's also like, why show us these characters if they're just new characters? Right. You know, it has to be something. They're they're giving us something, but what is it? total reimagination of characters. I, I, I do believe that it's possible to play with those concepts within the confines of Doctor Strange, but I also can see, like, why why uh, tease this if it's just Doctor Strange? Sure. But to be fair, when he was doing X-Men, they teased that before we knew it was X-Men. Um, so, that's fair. Sure. We'll uh, see. I, I think there's a lot going on within the Strange world still right now. Like, do some play. Strange stuff? Yeah, uh, like Clay has been. Uh, I I think what what Jed has with Clay has been really really cool, and they're continuing to explore that. And I, I I don't know that they're quite ready to resurrect, at least in the book and with the sort of the direction that it's going. This is in twenty twenty three, and you know when in twenty twenty three? I don't think Hickory knows. Uh, I'm not sure we have a a, a confirmation. They only gave us character designs in a year. Okay, and uh, I mean, still that feels that feels a little early, uh, especially with the direction that that book's been going. I think it looks like it still has a sort of a, a long tail for that. And so I don't know. I think I might agree. I don't have the same context uh, as you do, Tyler. But this is also not my theory. I saw this on Twitter. I, if I could find the thread, I will attribute. Yeah, fair. And uh, But I, I, I do see the current trajectory of Strange in that title mm-hmm. to not yet lead to this. Fair. Uh, what Doctor Strange died, what, almost a year ago? No, not even a few months ago. It was this year. Yeah, not even a full year. Yeah, really? I think it was this Death year. Death of Doctor Strange, what I think was like in like February or something. Year. Yeah, probably February, okay. or March. Fair yeah. enough. Um, well, that's that's all we have for the Marvel side of things. Um, I don't, I don't actually think Marvel's announcements were terribly impressive this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that well, first of all, it was cool that they. Gave us the announcement of their event schedule at New York Comic Con. I think New York Comic Con tends to be the more comics-focused event for Marvel. So they definitely gave. But I just can't get up for Summer of Symbiotes. (laughs) That's just tough for me. And then... uh, I'm hyped for it. (laughs) uh, The the Fall of X. Mm, You know, not... not, I don't want us to get to that place yet. I imagine it's going to be written by either... You know, Gillen or Duggan or Spurrier or someone like that, and I've I've not been as high on their stuff lately. Um, That's fair. So, 
I, I'm really struggling right now when it comes to the Xbox. It wouldn't excite you outright at that point. Yeah, like yeah. if you told me Hickman was writing it, all bets are off. Like cool. that's yeah, for sure. But uh, short of that, there were some new X Men titles announced today. But we'll get to that next week. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. cool. We'll talk about that. that. Uh, there's one that might excite you. All right. Well, I'm I'm always interested in being excited. So hopefully we can get to that next week. Uh, we did get a Spawn movie update. Did we? Huh? <laughs> we got a we got a um, MS Paint announcement. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know about you guys. But a Spawn movie excites me. Yeah, it's cool. I think Spawn is great. Yep. I am a big fan of Spawn at this point. Um, <laughs> I am, at this point, <laughs> I'm into the idea of you know Jamie Foxx. Like, all that's fine, whatever. I'm not. I, I wouldn't even necessarily say I'm into the idea of Jamie Foxx. <laughs> I'm into Spawn. the idea of Jamie Foxx. <laughs> yeah, like not like, Jamie Foxx himself. Fine, you know, yeah. sure, whatever. Like that can work. Yeah, so, yeah. But. Uh, it's been dormant. It's it's been quiet. And so Todd said, "Hey, we've got a huge, huge announcement. You don't want to miss this." He hyped it up the way only Todd McFarlane can, and <laughs> Dryly. through Procreate, yeah. <laughs> and what we got was a video that Todd filmed somewhere. I assume in New York City. I believe it is near Madison Square Garden. Yeah, yeah, Maybe. that sounds about right. Um, in order to say. That the movie <laughs> now has new writers. Oh, great. We uh, passed the ideation phase. Yes. Uh, so Scott Silver is going to be uh, a part of the creative team. Uh, he wrote Joker. Nice. Uh, Malcolm Spellman uh, wrote Captain America New World Order, but he also wrote for uh, Captain America uh, and Falcon Winter Soldier. Okay. Uh, and then uh, and Matt Nixon. Matt Mixon, rather. Uh, so that's pretty much what it's pretty much what Todd had to say. Um, I thought the video was very informative, frankly. For who, Todd? <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I this is weird because in the announcement, that's basically all Todd said. Right. But Todd did an interview with CBR and said more that probably should have been in this video. He said that he realizes now, because they're getting A-list writers, they have an A-list star, they want A-list actors, they want a studio to buy this movie, Mm -hmm. that the studio will almost assuredly not buy the movie if the director is Todd McFarlane. Oh, wow. And so he's willing, begrudgingly but willing, as a businessman, to say, you know what, we need to find someone other than me to direct this, and I need to be a little bit more hands off than I initially wanted to. Be. I gotta say, this is uh, this is the one time where I I am happy that uh, capitalism overtook the creative force. <laughs> <laughs> I agree because I think Todd is so close to Spawn, this is baby, yeah, right? Yeah. That I don't think that he can necessarily conceptualize at his age, and I don't mean that in, in a disrespectful way in any way, shape, or form. But at his age, with his connection to the character, I don't know that he knows how to connect Spawn. To this generation, Spawn sells off of nostalgia, very much so, yeah. and badass factor for people who like that kind of thing who grew up in the '90s. What about kids today? How do you reach the person who's 25 right now? Right. right. What does that look like? I don't know if Todd McFarlane has the answer to that, but I believe that Todd McFarlane and 
an A-list director and these writers. And the writer who wrote Joker. <laughs> Talk to the kids. Well, no, no, but but to that point, right? Like whenever we when we were reviewing, you know, the summer of, of Spawn, uh, that we would always comment. Uh, was it Lewis? Sean Lewis, right? Would, yeah. Do, yes, right, yes, right, yes, right. Yes, anytime yes. he was on the book, we'd like, yeah. oh, this kind this kind of slaps. Like yeah. this this is cool. This is somebody who's taking the source material, doing something interesting with it, all the King Spawn stuff, and then there'd be those issues. Todd would just come and back and tell. just and it was palpable in in the writing in sort of the the stylation right. of of how he wanted the flow of the issue to go and yeah he was he's so ingrained in it and he knows exactly his niche mm-hmm. right but I don't think he knows that his niche is not what everybody wants right and I don't think I don't think he's he's realizing that and when we would read it and Sean Lewis would pop up yes this is working this is what it needs to be and we need more of that. Um, so I think this is a, you're right. This is a good decision. Uh, I don't need a monologue from Spawn, you know, in in the movie doing whatever. You need the fuck any more he needs news news segments? I don't oh, need. I, yeah, I don't need an Alex Jones yeah, monologue. Yeah, oh, yeah. what are the violators, Alex Jones? Oh my god, <laughs> he needs the money right now. Like the actual Alex Jones? Like yeah, like the actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. The actor. Persona. I guess he is an. Yeah, yeah. That's I was fair. for years. I was convinced Alex Jones was like a an act. It was it was a it was a, a performance piece, but it's gone too far at this point. Well, be that as it may, um, this is probably like the totality of this announcement, including the not directing piece. Mm. That got me up. So, well, not, like not like phrasing. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So now I'm more looking forward to what we get next. Can I ask a question? Yeah. With this announcement, when do you think the movie comes out? When like uh, Jamie Fox is a octogenarian or something? Like? <laughs> Uh, you know what? He's he's in his late fifties at this point. He is, and yeah. Todd mm-hmm. said that Jamie's commitment to the film has never wavered. So, because mm-hmm. this is like promising your friend that you know he's not like he's like oh you know when I write my first book I really want you to read it you know You're like, I know that guy's yeah. not writing a book anytime soon oh, I'm gonna no. agree to it. <laughs> Don't, yeah, no doubt, dude. Yeah, I'll yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh my god, send yes, me your screenplay. Yeah, 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 yeah I'll read it. I'll read it. Shoot him my email. I can't wait to help you move into your new apartment with your wife. <laughs> Because I don't believe you're getting married. Or without. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, so that's that's the spawn of it for this week. Uh, pretty cool, I guess. For this um, year. <laughs> for, yeah, right. Uh, let's shift over to DC. I think DC had a much better, or interesting at least, New York Comic Con from an announcement standpoint. Um, and I want to start with what I think is the biggest of them all, which is Joe Quesada. Let's go. Has returned to DC. Uh, they announced this at the Jim Lee and Friends panel. Joe Quesada is returning to DC. He's going to be doing covers for Batman. Uh, according to him, this call, he received a call for this literally days after his announcement that he was leaving Marvel. Well, duh. Wow. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is like a... a... It's like when Adam Cole became a free agent, like sure. for, for a wrestling, you know, thing. It's like, oh, yeah, that's a that's an A tier guy. As soon as like you can legally get him, you get him. Uh, so he's doing the variant cover for Batman one thirty one and one thirty two. Those are both coming out uh, at the beginning of the year. Um, assuming those are not the only ones he's going to be doing. These the a, do we know for. if these are A covers? These are actually not A covers, believe it or not. I can believe it because they're going to monetize this. <laughs> yeah, uh, Marie Javins is the one that called Casada. 
yeah. and put the feelers out. Also a phone number you pick up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think this is cool. I love Joe Quesada. I always will. Um, what he's done for comics is borderline unmatched. Very few yeah. people have done what he's done, especially starting from very humble beginnings um, to rise to the ranks that he did. Editor-in-chief of Marvel Comics. That's remarkable. Not a lot of people get to do that. And I want to see what he has to do with Batman as far as like the covers, but I hope that that parlays into something else. Yeah, I'm excited to see him kind of like you know flex a different muscle by drawing these you know brooding rooftop dwelling characters. Yeah, um, <laughs> just like you know Daredevil. Oh, oh shoot! Oh yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Um, you think a DC gets a uh, cup of Joe panel now? Can he Ooh. legally use that? I want. I probably not. Uh, no, probably no, not. Definitely. Uh, not. Uh, uh, Casada Quesadilla panel. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, to go with the Spanish Heritage Month tamales. <laughs> yeah, that's no. right. Yeah. Yes. He's got his own variants to, He's to, got to show yeah. off. Casada yeah. <laughs> and queso. Oh, my God. The variants are just pictures from his house on his birthday. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the, the stuff that they showed looked pretty cool. Like the, the variants that he the did. The artwork, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Batman works for him. Yeah. Or, or the inverse. He, he works really well in Batman. Sure, yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's interesting that he's not like working at a higher capacity level. Like, previous editor-in-chief why would he no but, <laughs> like you know what i mean like but, but, i'm sure but he's I, fine but, but I, yeah. I i feel like you could you could insert him somewhere right? like he could he's been an ideas guy at that point right like i feel like you you take that you could take advantage of that sure right? I, this, I'm could, a, this could be the the dipping your toe in the sure in the dc yeah, yeah, yeah water there i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that joe doesn't want that i'm gonna be on that too yeah because if you look at the last i don't know decade of Joe Q at Marvel, um, there wasn't a lot of that going on. I think he, it's possible he felt like they were not acknowledging his ideas, but we didn't see a lot of Joe's ideas being implemented at that point. And on top of that, DC is in the middle of a huge, like, well, they're, I guess they're at the end of a huge restructuring and all this right, stuff that's right. gone on. I'm not sure that this is the right time for Casada to enter into an executive position sure. at the company. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Uh, the other major thing, and I, I think that this was the character of the weekend, was Superman. They they announced several Superman announcements. Um, so much stuff is coming. If you're a fan of Superman, it's a great time. Um, you're, you're eating good coming up. Yeah. So. Uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Action Comics. So a Action Comics is going to be now telling three different stories Woof. within the book. Yeah, Woof. Like, yeah. is that like with backups and stuff? Or no, there there are three different stories that are all kind of like taking up space. I see. Simultaneously, almost like book. an anthology, except they continue. They're continuing sure. anthology. I don't know. Sure, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, so we're gonna see. The fallout of what's happening now in Action Comics where Lex has, in some form or fashion, conscripted Metallo to help him kill Superman. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, we're going to see the result of that. Um, we got, uh, well, the other, there's there's two other stories there. One of them is actually by... <laughs> Sorry, my cat just sneezed right into your... You finished rigging that, I hope, Sean? Uh, I did now. <laughs> <laughs> it's over now. Uh, there's a Power Girl story, actually. Uh, there's That's going to be written by uh, Leah Williams. Yep. Hey. And drawn by uh, 
Marguerite Savage. Savage, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's good. That's a good team. That's yeah. a really good team. Yeah, pretty cool. And Power Girl is one of those like characters that like Leia's got it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, it, like Power Girl. Like if if you read like the uh, Palmyon and Cotter, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, she's got a mouth on her, so <laughs> right. I'm, I'm pretty excited right. for it. Yeah, and, and like if you're familiar with Leia at all, like read like if you read Exterminators, yeah, yeah. this is right up her alley. Um, so we're getting that. That is a. It's Power Girl post Lazarus Planet, which we're going to talk about a little later. Mm. So it's seeing kind of what her status quo is like post that, post uh, One Star Squadron as that Mark Russell joint. Oh snap, that's right, yeah, where she was just movie. a girl boss. Uh, Dan Jurgens and Lee Weeks. Oh, oh. Mm. that's a classic team, mm. right? They're they're reteaming for uh, Lois and Clark Two, Doom Rising, <laughs> Doom Boogaloo. <laughs> Lost me at Dan Jurgens. Oh no! Uh, okay, Marco, I'm gonna go on a limb here. Like that dude still got it. No, dude. On Lois and Clark, that dude, that dude is one of the guys who just understands Clark and Lois to a T. I, we'll read it. You'll be wrong. All right, all right. I'm g- glad to be wrong. Uh, so and Philip Kennedy Johnson is staying on the title. So. Oh, okay, cool. Are we getting what's his face in it as well? Cool. Um. Cause, uh, oh, wait, no, that's the next book. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. I have a slide for it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'm excited for Philip to stay on the book. I think, Same. you know, I just jumped on. I'm a late adopter, but I love it. So yeah. I'll, I'll definitely continue to read. Um, mm-hmm. We're getting a new adjective list, Superman number one, with a very hot creative team. Uh, Joshua Williamson, hot off, Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths. And Jamal Campbell from Nightwing are going to be teaming up for a new Superman number one. Uh, this is actually sounding pretty interesting. Joshua Williamson talked about how Lex, Lois, and Jimmy, and Superman are all super important to a Superman story, to, to Superman's mythos. Okay. And that Lex was actually Joshua's way into the Superman character to write him for this for this book mm. and so it's therapy gonna have a joshua big, therapy <laughs> it's gonna have a big focus on lex and sort of answering well if it, lex's mindset is if i can't kill superman and the world needs superman then i need to be the one controlling superman okay and i need to find a way to convince superman that he needs me the mm. so batman and joker situation it sounds like that, but I think in reality it'll probably play out differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the Lex, I mean, who doesn't? The Lex Superman dynamic. Um, and an expansion on that makes sense to me. I do believe, though, to your point, that there is a limit. There yeah. is, there's only so far you can push that before it just becomes Joker, uh, Batman. An obsessive situation. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think that Lex is obsessed with Superman to the point of like mental illness. Right, right. I think he just really, really, really doesn't think Superman's good for the world. Which was the book that we read where he's like, I just want to be Superman? Oh, oh yeah, that was Black uh, Blackest, oh, Blackest Night. Night. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. That that, see, that shit hit. That yeah, you got you to you you read the Paul Cornell uh, action comics wrong with, with Lex. Yeah. It's right around the same time as Blackest Night. Okay. There's an issue with death, I told you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. So this is cool. Uh, uh, the, what's the hubbubaloo with the, it being adjectiveless? Adjective, adjectiveless. Nothing. Just oh. you know. Oh, okay. It's just, just cool. 
Superman and then Action Comics. Normally it's so, gotcha. yeah. yeah. So uh, we are getting that. Uh, Tyler, Jamal, Jamal Campbell. Yeah, Real right. Good. Yeah, uh, he did uh, Naomi as well, right? Yes, yep. I, I think so. Oh, yep. Okay. Yeah, okay. pretty cool. Good art. Yeah. Um, and then Superman, Son of Kal El, is canceled. Oh, Ooh. but Adventures of Superman John Kent has been announced, hey. which will essentially replace uh, Superman Son of Kal-El. Uh, Tom Taylor's returning. Oh, Clayton okay. Henry is returning. Uh, and they're going to be telling new stories about John Kent. Um, what is this like reboot situation with the same creative teams? Like, I, what's the purpose? Uh, is it selling to number one? Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Well, it works. It works for the trade too. I think. Sure. I also think that in this particular case, oh, I'm not. Nice. I'm not as mad because Adventures of Superman is a title that's meaningful in the Superman lore. Yeah. Okay. So to give that to John, I think is a big statement. I like it too. Yeah. Yeah. Because now you you do have two Superman. Um, and is Jor is um the Black Superman in this as well as well? Ultraman is in this because this there's a cover art that I put on it was from yeah. the article. Yeah, that I think that's Ultraman from another planet. Oh, that's not good. I think because so this is this is what um this is what it talks about. So Tom Tom Taylor said this. Uh, this series is going to be one of the most action packed comics I've ever written, and John is going to be tested more than ever before. While we can tell you the the Superman of Earth 2, Val Zod... Oh, I see. The Superman of Earth 2, Val Zod, and John's nemesis, Ultraman, will be key characters in the early parts of Adventures of Superman. What we're going to reveal at the end of issue 2, we'll have everyone talking. And, and Ultraman's a big deal because that's the cause of John's age. Uh, right. Uh, fast aging. He, he took him captive for years. So that's Val Zod on the cover, yeah. like you said. yeah, yeah. Ultraman is going to be the antagonist of this book, at least in the early portions. That's really exciting. I love Ultraman. Yeah, I I love Valzad too. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I didn't realize that uh, Ultraman was the cause of John's uh, torment. Kidnaps him. Yeah, keeps him in a lava pit for years. Awesome. I mean, that's terrible. Wow. (laughs) Nah, that's pretty shocking. That's pretty chill. Oh yeah. He's 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 the one that. Um, in the villains, yes. in the villains, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of, you want to get the, the the antagonist of your favorite event, right? Yes, dude. Yeah. Fear yes. itself. <laughs> no. Please no. Yeah. Well, no. Fear itself. No. No. Never mind. I was gonna try to defend it. Um. Well, here's a crisis. <laughs> oh, no, please. No, no. Uh, but don't say that in front of Tom King, dude. <laughs> oh, I was tempted. Tom, if you're seeing this. I know you were. I'm glad. You, I'm glad you took that interview. <laughs> I know, because you would have. You I would have asked horrible questions. <laughs> he would have been like, wow, nobody talks about that series. <laughs> so why did you destroy Wally West as a character? <laughs> what was up with uh, Poison Ivy, huh? Uh, listen, man. Poison Ivy. I'd love it if Poison Ivy was in every comic I read. I don't care what she's doing. I mean, he got the feet pick. Hey, so. shush. Next, oh. next, <laughs> next question. Uh, speaking of green, let's talk about Lazarus Planet. So, Lazarus Planet is, for those of you who have been paying attention to DC over the last few years, you will realize something is happening with the magical realm of DC Comics. And this is the event that all of that has sort of been building to. Uh, Whether or not they knew it would take this particular shape, probably not. 
But there was always going to be a magical crisis event, and this is that. Mm. Um, so this event is going to focus on the magical element of DC, whereby uh, post the current Batman versus Robin event that's ongoing, um, we will see Lazarus essentially rain down on DC, the Earth of DC, and for not forever, but alter the people who live on Earth. And the powered people who live on Earth will experience changes and advancements to their powers that they never could have imagined. Uh, I got a feeling from this that Gotham is going to become sentient. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I could be... Like Dark Knight's Metal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I could be reading too far into it, but that's the vibe that I got. Some of the promotional art's really interesting. Yeah. Um, especially the cast on here is, is weird. Mm-hmm. Um because nothing screams uh, mystical side of the DC universe quite like Cyborg. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, right. It's it's Cyborg. It's Power Girl. Uh, the Monkey King is it? The Monkey Prince or uh, the Monkey Prince? Uh, he's on this, which I thought was an interesting uh, little little uh, oh, wrinkle wait, there. That's one of the new uh, the yeah. new books, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yank. Uh, I don't know who it's by, uh, but um, in one of the other promotional images, uh, Batman has the helmet of Doctor uh, Fate. Fate. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So yep. that was. Uh, Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, who's the creative team on this again? So this is by... Let me see if I can find it. Uh, well, this is going to have several different books. Um, so there's seven one-shots. Okay. So I don't think we quite know the creative teams yet. Um, but we're getting Lazarus Planet Alpha, Lazarus Planet Assault on Krypton, We Once Were Gods, Legends Reborn, Next Evolution, Dark Fate, and Omega. So it's going to release weekly from January 10th to February 21st. We'll and this, is, this, wow. is this spawning out of Batman versus Robin? Yes. Okay, so I would assume Mark Wade would be yes, somewhere Mark, here. Mark yes, Wade, okay. Mark Wade is absolutely uh, a part of this. Okay, well that's... Yeah. Um, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be show run by Mark Wade. Okay. Uh, okay. But then it's also going to have uh, Ricardo Federici, uh, Gene Wen Yang, Billy Tan, Nicole Maine, Skylar Partridge, Francis Manipool, nice. Dan Waters. Manipool, where the hell has he been? Right? That's a that's a name. Uh, this is thrown in there in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> Philip Kennedy Johnson, Josie Campbell. Um, that's not the full slate of creative teams. No, but those are good names. But yeah. Those are great names. Yep. Uh, and then they're also wanting us to answer these questions. Uh through the teasers. Okay. Uh, can Power Girl free herself from the out-of-control omen? Who are the mysterious trio claiming to be resurrected siblings of Raven? Will Dreamer's visions guide our heroes to the path of victory? Can Mercy Graves survive the transformation she's undergone? I'm not going to read the rest. There's a lot. Um, Who's Mercy Graves? Mercy Graves, if that, I'm remembering is correctly, is Lex's uh, Interesting. assistant. Yeah. Hmm. She's a robot. Oh, she's a robot now. I didn't know she's that. She's always been a robot. Was she really? I believe so, yeah. She's always been like a cyborg. I did not like know a, that. Like AI. I because had no it's idea. Lex. Wow. God forbid he actually has someone, a human, working for him. Um, huh. I was always under the impression she was uh, some form of robotic thing, which I guess if, if, they're like, if there's magical stuff changing people, what if this is a, a, the old Tin Man situation from The Wizard of Oz where she gets a heart, you know? She gets... Oh, she first appeared in Superman the Animated Series. Really? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Right. In 1996, yep. You know, I like 
when a comic makes me ask questions, but this reminds me too much uh, of Dr. Bones. Oh, Director Yo, Bones. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, so on the train right here, I was reading a DC uh, uh, Vampire. DC Vampires. Uh-huh. Uh, and at one point, uh, Director Bones uh, gets destroyed by a nuclear blast. Spoiler. Um, and it's just his head and the spinal cord. And he's just... Uh, no, you're good. You're good. He's good. And he's just uh, 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 just talking out of just, just his head. And it was kind of funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sorry, my you? cat keeps trying to attack Marco's feet. No, and I, I know I, that I, shit doesn't feel good. I'm so provoking, Marco's so. like, oh, it's fine. I'm like, I know it's not fine. <laughs> I, I'm cat. That I, shit hurts. I get it. Yeah. I'm provoking. So yeah, stop, tw- stop twiddling your toes like a little ballerina, Marco. <laughs> That, he that, will he will tear up your clothes too. So careful. That's about it for the comic side of things. Uh, but there was one more announcement uh, that I wanted to speak to. And of course, again, if we miss something, it's either because it just didn't we just didn't want to you know do too much, or because it happened on Sunday and I wasn't aware of it. Um, but the biggest thing that I wanted to talk about here is actually the huge change that's coming for DC Universe Infinite. Ooh. So DC. I subscribe to that. <laughs> I I like a French chef tasting his food for the first time. Ooh. <laughs> this is delicious. <laughs> DC Universe Infinite is going ultra. Mm. And what that means, Marco. Mm-hmm. I is the alpha. Is that for an introductory price of $99 Oof. a month or a year. Imagine. <laughs> so the Marvel Comics Unlimited price. Okay. Right, which in that instance you get some kind of free um, physical stuff. Yeah, you get. Which I haven't gotten mine yet, Marvel. Uh, you gonna work on that? Still getting my service ticket. Step it up. Uh, you do. You will get uh, a a physical exclusive comic book, the Death of Superman 30th Anniversary Deluxe Edition, um, which is fine. <laughs> you get a new old comic. Yeah, but for the for the price of twenty five dollars extra. Which is, again is a promotional price. The ninety nine dollars is promotional. Whoa, is it really? Yes, there there will be a higher price oh, point. Oh shit! Okay, and you'll be locked into that ninety nine dollars as long as you remain active. But I haven't told you what you get. Mm-hmm. One month between release in physical and digital. Oh, compared to six months. I thought it was three. Oh, it's one. No, I, I thought it was previously three. Oh no, I think Marvel did that. Marvel's Marvel three. Marvel three. did okay, that. Gotcha. Yeah, I, was, I forgot DC was so six. DC okay. has pushed it to one month. Ooh. between. Oh. Sure, comic shops love. Right. So hmm. this this, is... this was the other concession that they announced was that now all DC comics will be returnable. Oh, interesting. Because, of course, comic shops are going to feel like, well, wait. Oh, if we yeah, if we yeah. order into Superman number one, but a month later people can read it, you're shafting us. Right. So now they'll be able to return that book if it doesn't sell, potentially as a result of this new initiative. Interesting. Um, I am very, very, very pro comic book store. I know I go to the Evil Empire store, Midtown Comics, yeah. but I love comic shops. And I have always banged the drum of the closer you get to day and date for physical and digital across the board, the closer you get to oblivion for comic shops. And I think that this is another step in the wrong direction just to sell subscriptions, and I really don't feel good about it. See, I, I, I disagree because the 
You can currently do that with Amazon. Well, you could do a comicsology at the moment. You can buy day and date, and they make up a, a fraction of a percentage of what total sales are. People still end up going to the actual comic book stores at the end of the day. They, they still go to the shops. And I think even if you bring, again, a small subset of people will either double dip into having a comicsology Unlimited, un, into having a Marvel Unlimited, and then having a DC Infinite. So I think this will be an even smaller subset of that small subset within digital comics that will be buying their or will want their comics to come quicker so i don't think that this change will necessarily infringe on those people i don't think it'll i don't think it ultimately affect the comic shops just because of that small volume and me as an act as an activated user and frequent user of dc infinite this is this is not appealing to me like i don't necessarily care that i Hold on a second. Yeah, I thought about it. Yeah, because <laughs> I because that that's just ridiculous. Like, the, there's a massive gulf of difference between Comicsology having them day and date, but you right, having to pay right. for the individual books right. versus waiting one month, but you can read every single book that came out. Yeah, actually, you know what? I might fuck with that because then because then let's say let's say at any given moment, DC books are what five bucks right now, right? Four to five. Four to five. Yeah, I, it's I, less than ten bucks a month. It's less than, but that means that. In any given week, I need to let's say there's four weeks in a month, right? I need to buy one DC book a month in order to make the equivalent, or let's say five purchases of DC books in total to make that subscription worth it, that upgrade in subscription worth it. Then that means I can now not, I don't necessarily have to pay Amazon for that. I think I think it only affects actually I think I think it, it affects Comicsology more than it would a comic shop in that because now. I only have to buy the books that I'm reading for the show here that are DC, right? In, in any given moment, let's say, or let's say Swamp Thing, right? Uh, other than that, I might as well just upgrade here, pay $25. No, subscription is 80 bucks, 20 bucks more. And I'm as long as I get it within this one month promotional period, I am locked into that price for the next X number of years. Until you cancel. Until I cancel. And I'm more than likely not going to cancel because I use it beyond that. And... If I make the transition from Comicsology to I'll just wait a month, I don't care about the hype. I'm here for my books. That's actually a pretty good deal for me. I'm more than a month behind on my single issues right now. So. <laughs> no, right. Oh, right, fine, fair enough, right? Okay. But you're already digital, I'm so already you're digital, not right. you're not a factor. Think about think outside of yourself. Think about people who say, you know what, going yeah. to the comic shop every single week. I have to jump in the car. It's kind of a slog. I don't do a podcast every week, so. I don't need to be, you know, reading every single week. If I wait a month and I can read every single DC book that came out that month and I don't pay for them, I don't I don't think that there's anything that could be more appealing other than day and date. I think it would only affect the people then that come in for that would come in for DC books, right? It would only be people that come in on Tuesdays because then at the end of the day, people are going to come back and be like, well, I have to go pick up my Marvel books. I have to go pick up my image books. I have to go pick up the rest of the things that I do anyway. So why would I only for this publisher transition to digital if I already have a habit built in? It creates a cascade. That's that, like, yeah, it, it, it's, it starts with that. But look at someone like Nihilus, for example, who's a listener of the show. He gets a monthly delivery mm. from his comic shop, whichever one it is that he chooses, right. of his books. What if he said, you know what? Why would I do that? I'm already a month behind because I only get it once a month. Right. I might as well just read digitally. Yeah. 
if anything, that drives more people away from the comic shops into like Marvel Comics Unlimited. Right. Especially since they're going to figure out something to match this. Yeah. It's tit for tat all the time. It is. It's literally tit yeah. for tat. So at we'll, this point. we will. Uh, do they match them or do they go forward and be like, all right, day and date? I think I, I really really think you would see severe backlash if they go day and date. That's, that's that. the death of comics. Yeah, I would uh, pay. comic book stores. I would pay really. so hard for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think one of the other things too about this, particularly DC Universe Infinite Ultra, which horrible fucking name, guys. Right? Yeah, they got they got a short DCIU. Yeah, yeah, DCI. <laughs> yeah, give me th- uh, thirty-five millimeters DCIU, please. Step. <laughs> um, but uh, like, if they can bundle this. With either, you know, HBO, uh, Discovery, HBO Max, whatever they want to call this new streaming platform. Sure. Like, there's a reason why I have Comicsology Unlimited is because I have Amazon Prime. Right. Like, there, there are these these bundles that just yeah, help. That you, Amazon you know? Reading, you, you get it. You get it. Exactly. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I don't use Amazon Music. Nobody else does. But, um, <laughs> but, like, if they can bundle it with something else, like HBO Max is a selling point. And if you could, like, say, all right. Uh, HBO Max, you, what are you paying? Like five bucks a month for it? You pay ten, or you pay seven. You get this added to it as like another option. Sure. She. Yeah. She. <laughs> it's 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 borderline and no brainer, and that's mm. what scares me about it. Yeah. It's becoming so much almost smarter to to Think stay about gas home. money. What yeah. Gas money just to go to the shop. Yeah. 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 Yep. Exactly. Yep. So I'm I'm. I'm not at the point of fear about it, but I am definitely saying caution because I just think DC's made a lot of anti-comic shop moves over the last two years that make me wonder if they care about that market. Well, and and they had their digital, they continue to have their digital first initiative and that for stuff like um, all of the, oh my God, what is Milestone? All the Milestone stuff came out day and date. Mm-hmm. The promotional oh, yeah, crossovers yeah. with Fortnite, with mm-hmm. um, the FaZe Clan, all that shit, right? Like, that was day and date. You big FaZe Clan guy, Marco? No, I'm a big Fortnite guy, though. Okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah. That's fair. Uh, but, like... Actually, I keep going. I have a Fortnite-related thing that's uh, relevant. There you go. Yeah. And uh, I think that those people... I, I still think it is currently too small of a population to impact the comic shop industry in any real negative way today today currently today I, when it's three months separation or rather a six months separation and today when the books that they put out day and date are typically books that people will people who don't read comics all the time will look at like Fortnite yeah. comics are not for people who go to the comic shops those sure. are for Gamers who sit at home, right, so yeah. it makes sense. They literally just did the same thing with Marvel Fortnite comics, right? Where like yeah, the yeah. final issue came out, and then Marvel released all of it on digital the day the final issue came out physically. I don't have a problem with that because sure. that's actually audience grabbing. Sure. That's sure. Yeah. That's trying to find new people, and that came with skins and stuff, too. right? So, yeah. It was Ooh, a perfect yeah. yeah, yeah limited. Uh, which one? Marvel Comics Limited. No, I don't. Oh, uh, you can get a cool Spider-Man and Iron Man no, skin. No. So you oh. get Wolverine claws to break stuff. Oh, though. really? Yeah, that's pretty yeah, that's cool. Not gonna beat out Goku, but um, I didn't buy the skin. I screwed up, man. Oh man, that took over Fortnite. Huh? Big L, big L. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I just think when you're when you're talking about something that is promotional and books that are meant to try to find new audiences, that's different than 
Superman number one. Sure. I hope I'm wrong, as I say all the time when it comes to this subject. I'd rather be wrong, but DC hasn't shown me any comic store forward initiatives in the last two years. And they started those last two years by saying we're going to be a digital first or digital friendly company like, like that, that that has been the priority and the mandate to your point right and i think i think they've they've kept promises on that and for for me a reader who is that i'm i'm happy with that but i think with this change or with this addition rather i would i would think less than 50 percent of the population who currently has a dc infinite subscription mm-hmm. would make that switch i, I i'm i'm i would not be confident that even forty percent of people who currently have a subscription would upgrade to that because it's it's more money right now. I'm not even sure. Uh, even forty percent of the people who have the subscription realize they're paying for it still. <laughs> sure, um, that's yeah. that's totally fair. That's, yeah. My question to you, as a numbers guy, is: What if ten percent of the people who read DC Comics that buy them every week or however whatever their cadence is said, "Yeah, this is a better bet for me." I can 10%. easily see ten percent being. Like sure, as long as they get the news of this out there, yeah, and Mm. they announced it at the well, one of the two biggest comic book conventions of the year, and the biggest day, and the the biggest day. If ten percent of people stop going to comic shops, that ain't nothing for those shops. Yes, DC gets barely squeaking by. Right, yeah, that ain't nothing per book. Let's say, let's say it was a Batman title with like sixty k. Per... You're gonna do some real heavy math right now. <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah. What was it? That's like maybe like yeah, like three thousand people. That's not bad. Three thousand so, people. That, but that's you're but you're talking about Batman. Single, uh, sure, what sure. about what about Small like book, yeah. what's something that struggles to sell? Let's talk about like Poison Ivy. Well, Poison's doing okay. Doing okay. But like Batman related title. But, but like yeah, I that. can't even think Monkey of a Monkey Prince. There we Prince. go. Yeah, Monkey like what yeah, about sure, something sure, that's sure. on yeah, the fringe that needs that. That maybe now people don't go to the shops and pick it up. And by the way, how do you delineate what's selling and what's not if people are reading it for free online? Yeah, those metrics are not good. Um, and no offense, uh, the current state of uh, Warner Discovery, I don't expect them to care about fixing those metrics or making right. those visible or anything I'm, really. I'm sure they have that. I'm also not too there. strong on the. Uh, I'm not too, um, I guess trustworthy and their uh, ability to make a coherent platform too indeed, indeed. Uh, how is uh dc universe infinite it's pretty good yeah it's, it's, okay. it's good to navigate um i enjoy the reading experience better than comics right now <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, guys, please well, help me. dude oh my god wait did i tell you what happened uh i was trying so i was preparing for the rom b interview and they had a recent uh, recent update on the comicsology app oh yeah and for whatever reason it read that I had 11 gigs worth of things downloaded. When I went to go to my downloaded section, it only read one book, which was um, virtually yours because I did Jeremy Holt. And I couldn't delete the rest of the books that it said I technically had. It corrupted data in there. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I had 11 gigs you, yeah. worth of corrupted data. <laughs> nice. And so I had to offboard the app, delete the app, reinstall, and then try to try to get the books that I was trying to read in order to prepare to, for To be the, fair. Uh, as a guy who worked for Apple, that's a, that's an iOS issue. That's not, oh, is it? Yeah, really? That's definitely an iOS oh, issue. Right. The fact you're able to delete the app and re-download it, and you're fine. That's not a comicsology issue. It's just iOS not knowing how to read deleted data correctly or, or no. But that's the thing. I couldn't. I, I I had those books saved. I had them downloaded. It's probably cached wrong. Yeah, 
Castor wrong on the app. Yeah, it's just right, well, yeah. I, I'll, I'll give Comicsology on that. That 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 you're probably not. It's probably not their fault. Yeah. Well, that was the user experience I had, and that's uh, that. That's the. It's face. UI though. Yeah. It's yeah. UI. Yeah. yeah. So. Talk to Tim Apple. There's no UI involved in picking up a comic. Book. Right. Yes, right, there is. Right. Door handles. Oh my god. The shop uh, owner. Whether or going... not the shop owner actually turned the lights on or dusted the place. Is the shop owner MAGA? <laughs> uh, yeah, CG. Yeah, yeah. There CG. was there was another uh, a comic shop that that I used to go to as a kid. Doesn't exist anymore. Uh, where like, I loved it because like I, I would pick up my books there in high school. But I swear to God, the place just reeked of like cat piss and like nice. everything was full of like a good inch of dust. Um, it was like the idea of a comic shop that like is stereotypical in a way. Mm. Uh, mm. And it was like, oh, this is real. I like. I'm pretty sure there was a dead dog there. Oh my um, god. Oh god. Yeah, he, he sat in the same spot every day. Jesus, that's um, but like, go there or just in, in your in your underwear, just do it on on your iPad, you know. At this point, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we did it. We did an interview with uh, uh, Claire Napier. She's a great editor, and she um, talked about her experience as a young girl going yeah. to comic shops yeah. and like, yep, it being a really bad like time where there were these, you know. Just a bad. You can imagine gatekeeping fans. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So that was a great interview. As a yeah, I, I really enjoyed having her on. As a woman, or as a person who's anxious, or as a person who has, you know, something that would make other people look at them or pay additional attention to them in a way that's unwanted. It's like, hey, I don't even have to experience that anymore. Not to say that I like want them to have to experience that, right? Right. I'm, but like. I would I would personally hope that someone would try a different store yeah. or you know something well, like there's that. A, there's a social struggle in a way, right? Past that. Yeah, right. but but now there's just hey, jump on this app and you can circumvent all of that. It's a double edged sword. I mean, th- that was my first uh, comic experience where I, I had just started getting into it, and I, I, I decided to stop going to Barnes and Noble. So I'm like, well, I want to start picking up individual. Marco, issues. were you the anime kid in Barnes and Noble and then the anime aisle? No, I, no, no. I was the comics guy because I, I would get my manga. Uh, okay. Like, right. I, I would get it from like, um, right. like friends mostly. Mm. At least you weren't the guy reading the Playboy magazines inside of National Geographic. And like, dude, I can see it's Playboy. Playboy is a bigger book than National <laughs> Geographic. Wait, they sold um, Playboys at Barnes. Yeah, Noble? they did, dude. I yo, I used to work at Barnes Noble for five years. Uh, no, three years. Um, and I used to have to clean up the Playboy issues from the no, bathroom. Are you no. serious? I had found a Playboy book uh, stashed in someone's underwear uh, behind the toilet of Barnes Noble. Yeah. Dude. We had to like, stop guys from reading Playboys like near the kids section. That is really gross. Wow. Yeah, it's fucking grimy. But, but my first experience going into a shop was like, I was just... Sticky pages. <laughs> oh, I was just like super nervous. And like the, the person who like I later befriended um, but initially was like one of those he was one of those guys who's just like kind of like unfriendly and like a bit difficult to approach he was he was very much when I, mean, I went in for, for like a question I'm like hey like I'm trying to find you know whatever whatever, whatever. <laughs> and he's like oh is he, oh you don't read that and I was like oh I'm trying to get into it. he's like oh yeah all right fine sure whatever and like later we became friends with one and that's just like his personality very much kind of like kale like imagine mm-hmm. kale being like the storefront and like the greeter yeah grand opening grand closing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. but that was the experience and so i can i can appreciate how the app for new readers is much more friendly than mm. than that right yeah so that's gonna do it for our conversation about all the announcements that came from new york comic-con 2022 uh i want to say again we had an absolute blast 
I want to thank all the creators that we interviewed. You guys yeah. will see those interviews rolling out over the course of this week. Some of them are already out. Um, uh, Jed McKay is out. I did an interview with Jed McKay where I talked about Mary Jane's dump truck ass. <laughs> and Mark Russell. Uh, Mark Russell yeah. Today. Yep. yeah. Um, I talked about Fred Flintstone's dump truck ass. His feet, man. Uh, fuck. Ah! Fuck. <laughs> fuck. It's a Flintstone. That is part of it. No, we, never mind. That we mind. need to create a Comics Pals drinking show. Drink every time Tyler references feet. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. What would Let's see. Nope. Nope. No, uh, no, no. Keep going. What would mine be? What would mine be? What, I say let's go. Let's go. Okay. Swamping reference. Swamping Drink reference. every time Markle talks about acceptable losses. No. No. And mine? Uh, every time you transition. <laughs> every time oh, you make. Congrats, John. I mean. <laughs> I accept, oh, I my. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Well, we're, we're with you. Trying to get us canceled, Tyler. No, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm cancelable. So every time I transition, because I transition every segment. So yeah, like yeah, a good transition. A good transition. Like, like one where we're like, ah, good job. Oh, yeah. You guys would be ossified. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. We had a great time. Thank you to all the creators that we interviewed. Thank you to people that said they saw us and, you know, stopped us or watched one of our interviews while we were doing them. Thank you to the person that blinded me while I was doing the Tom King interview by taking a snapshot with, with the flash, flash on, on, right? Yo, I saw that. Uh, yeah, that was nuts. <laughs> it came out in the video too. I I was looking at, I I I was doing the interview, but like I couldn't really see anything. Like I was just so focused on. Yo, like, I was wondering why you had those little birds swinging around your head. <laughs> I was like, where the fuck that come from? Yeah, you edited those uh, out, right, Marco? They're not in the. No, uh, yeah, I, I mentioned okay, it. Good, yeah, good, yeah, good. I got them in post. Uh, yeah, we will have a resumed to normal schedule this coming week with so, Kale. With Kale, yes, with Kale. Kale got a week off. Um, we will be doing <laughs> Pals Pulls at 6 p.m. on Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that is twitch.tv slash thecomicspals. Saturday at 10.15 a.m. Eastern for the main show, this show, uh, where we're going to be talking about the news that's not New York Comic Con related. We'll respond to your listener comments. Uh, might as well be a listener comment episode. I know, right? <laughs> We'll Q&A. talk about our feelings post Jeff Johns. We'll th- say thank you for all the YouTube stuff. Guys, he's still alive. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, John. Jeff Johns is alive. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. True. Post Jeff Johns. Oh, my God. Post Jesus. Jeff Johns interview. Oh, got it, got it, got yes. it. Uh, we, uh, oh, yeah. Patreon.com slash the comics pals. Uh, for as little as $3 a month, you can support your boys, your pals. And you mm-hmm. can uh, you get some pretty cool uh, content. Marco, you're up this week on the newsletter? No, Sean, right? I went. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, mine's yeah, out. Yeah, right. okay. yep. yeah. uh, I, I talked about my experience with New York Comic Con over the years. And, oh, cool. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah, Good for like for you, yeah, mine's going to be slightly different. Uh, okay. Different from what I've been doing. So. Oh, yeah. going back to the muck hole. <laughs> uh, if you like the shirt I'm wearing, if you like the hoodie that Marco has on, there's a store for that. Yes, sir. Uh it's it'll be linked it's somewhere. In the, yeah, it's, it's in the, the Twitter bio. Yeah. I mean, the, the Twitch bio if you're watching and, Twitch. And yeah. All of our bios. And like, everywhere and else. Yeah. 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 So go go to the store. Uh we make no money from that, but uh getting the merch well, we make some money. We make yeah, a we make a smidge, a smidge. Something. Yeah. some yeah, yeah. kind of money. Uh we'll 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 we'll, we'll you know, we'll work on that. Um it's mostly but, just to have. It's cool. Yeah. yeah, it's just fun. Yeah, I, I got my cup. I like my cup. Oh, you had the cup, I saw it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, that's my drinking in. glass. Oh, I want to get late. the hat now. I want to get the hat. Came in late. It, it's co- it's not even here yet. Uh, it's yeah, 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 yeah. I should get the hat though. Yeah, yeah, the hat's good. Yeah, not snap. the not the not the bowl hat. The bucket oh. cat? The no, bucket. dude. I want this like I want a snapback. Yeah. I don't like snap. Is that is that available? I can double check. I think it's. I you think it should be. It, I should be. Yeah. If you guys have anything you, you would like to see on the shop, let us know. Yeah, we might, we might be able to add some things too. So. Yeah. Socks? You want? 
Well, I'm nope, so, not saying it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Take a shot. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, YouTube.com slash The Comics Pal. Subscribe for free. Like the video. Share with your friends. All that's free to do. Helps out a lot more than it costs you. Watch our Blackest Night book club. It's the latest one we put out. Watch it. Listen to it. Wherever it is that you like to uh, engage with us. Twitter, Instagram, at The Comics Pals. Uh, leave us that follow. We appreciate it. Every follow counts. Let's do the plugs. Marco, you're up. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in for anything related to New York Comic Con. It was a blast for us. So really appreciate you guys running those numbers up. Uh, you can find me at Mr. Marco Enomoto on Instagram and Twitter. In terms of, oh, I've been watching One Piece. I made the commitment. That's it. Oh, boy. I have content. What did you learn about commitment? Huh? Did you learn anything about commitment lately? <laughs> oh, no. Trust me. I, I, it's I, fleeting. I, I can commit. <laughs> I can commit. Uh, and I have content for the next few years. Decade? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have Is stuff it to over? No. No, yeah, dude. So you're, you're, in for, you're on the I, hook. I'm in for the long haul, dude. Yeah. Oh, man, and it's such a good hook. Oh, it's it's been so much fun. Uh, and, yeah, girls. I've been watching girls. <laughs> and, yeah, girls. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? So, all right, so I'm, I feel go. like I'm, I'm more of a Shoshana. And uh, that's what everyone says. Who's actually a Marnie? No, I hate being a Marnie. Oh, I'm a Marnie, dude. No. <laughs> oh. I always feel like I'm a, a what's a what's a Zoe Zamet's um, character? Not Shoshana. Not Lena Dunham's character. Not oh, Marnie. The, um, the fourth one. Jessa. Jessa. Uh, Jessa, the British girl. Yeah, I feel like it could be. Yeah. Okay. She was my favorite. Yeah. 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 God, three. Should we do a girls podcast? I only after watched the, the first I, season. After the wire. After the wire. Yo, years ago, I thought about doing a guys on girls. It's just a guys oh, show. That's so girls. funny. Yeah, that's a good title. We need uh, to do it now. Yeah. We're we're late on that, Marco. I don't Lena know if someone. I don't canceled. know if anyone's done it. Oh yeah, Lena Dunham yeah. is canceled. Yeah. She's making right. a comeback, unfortunately. That's yeah, that's right. Nepotism for you. Yep. Speaking of, uh, why don't you do your plugs? Yeah, so my plugs. Uh, you can follow nepotism. me at uh, the Tyler Olson on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I want to give a shout out, actually. <laughs> Shout out to uh, security guards at uh, yeah. Davidson. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> Big shout out to security Yo, guards. Uh, we were hanging out with uh, two of them. I didn't catch their names. I I'm know. so sorry. Oh, man. Um, but uh, towards like the end of the show, they're like, yeah, I'm ready to leave. And they Yo. were like telling us all the dirt on it. Yo. So good. And thankless job. Genuinely Yo. a thankless oh, job. Oh, 100%. And let's, and let's not share the... the... No, 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 no. No, But like one of them got pushed like in yeah. front of us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys saw that? We were like a second away. Yeah. She was like, yo, you just missed it. Somebody pushed me. I'm like, what? Dude. Just because you could, they couldn't use the bathroom, you're going to shove. And this is like somebody who worked at Artist Alley. So like, yeah, what the fuck, guys? Come yeah. on. And she was um, called a bitch. Yes, yep. that's right. Yep. 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 But she was just fucking taking it. Yeah. Uh, well, she, she, was, she was good. She was fine, though. She was fine. She, she was, was more flying high. She was vibing. So she was, yeah, she was uh, um, you know, in a good in a good headspace to deal with. We got, we got some good stories out of those two. So <laughs> yep. I appreciate that. We got the Comic-Con juice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, as for me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram only, at Sean Soapbox. Uh, as you can tell, I'm at Tyler's house, which means I'm not in my house, which means I need to get to my house. True. So my plug is I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I can't wait to see you, bed. Damn. Going to the Markomobile. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you guys down the road. Thank you so much for watching. For Tyler and Marco and Kale. And Jordy. Sean. And He's Jordy. on the show now. So. Yeah. I'm Sean Regular saying guest. we're the Comics Pals signing off. Take care, guys. Uh, see you next Comic-Con. That worked, right? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I gotta run to the other room to, cha- to turn it off. Oh my oh, god! Oh, oh, stupid! No. Interpretive dance. That exit is closed. <laughs>